welcome. First of all, welcome. This is Unsolicited Perspectives. I'm Bruce Anthony, your host here to lead the conversation in important events and topics that are shaping today's society. Join the conversation by following us wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch our video podcast. Rate, review, like, comment, share. Share with your friends, share with your family, hell, even share with your enemies. On today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be dilly-dallying a little bit, talking about the Oscars and Barbie. Then we're going to be talking about Michael Jackson and a biopic. And then uh, they out here jacking the Amish. But that's enough of the intro. Let's get to the show. What up, sis? What up, brother? I can't call it. I can't call it. I had to uh, center myself before we started the show because people have been pissing me off today. What? What happened today? Just people just say dumb stuff, man. Just like, I, okay, so I don't know how I get pulled into these arguments and debates. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. People yeah, you do. Feel like, well, no, people just feel like <laughs> they want to talk to me and tell me about how they feel. I don't know why people feel like they could just talk to me. You're too friendly. I, but I'm not, though. That's the thing. I walk around the place with no smile on my face ever. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not friendly. But somebody was talking to me about um, the jab, so the COVID shot, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. they were like, I just don't understand this hypocrisy. So that automatically perked up my ears because I'm like, you're talking about my my favorite word. I love people. Right. I love calling out people in their hypocrisy. She's right. like, yeah, everybody's talking about my body, my choice, but it wasn't my body, my choice for the jab. And I just put my head down and I said, those two oh, things are not the same. Lord. Yes, they are. It was mandated. I was like, it was, it was mandated for government positions, right? And certain jobs said, we want you to get this jab, but you still had a choice. Yeah, no, you didn't. You did. I was like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. You had a choice. Yes. If you got the jab, you could still work at that job. If you didn't, you don't get to work at that job. But you have the choice. You as have the choice. As opposed to a lot of states stripping away abortion rights. Right. Where they can go to another state. Well, no, not all the time because some of these laws, when they strip away abortion rights, are saying if you go to another state, they're going to prosecute you. Mm-hmm. So this is literally taking away their right. They have right. no choice. You had a choice. To, you didn't like the choice, right? right? You didn't like the choice whether you want you had to get the jab or not, but you still had a choice. No, I I just don't agree. I was like, well, okay, well, I, I really can't explain no clearer than that, but okay. You better than me because listen, the moment the moment you start going down the road, <laughs> uh, any like anti-vaxxer Chanel. Nah, you already lost me, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna walk away. Like, but this person wasn't an anti-vaxer. They got the vaccine. They were all for yeah. This you know I'm gonna get this vaccine. They were talking about they were talking about choice and things being forced upon us. And I was like, yeah, well, you know they let, did force these me, vaccine down our me, throat, but also let let, let me guess. <laughs> I don't even go there. Yes. The answer to your question is yes. Don't even say it, but All yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 So hyperbole for, is, right. uh, right. Expected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't understand, I, I can't. Can't explain it to you. Either you know or you don't know. Sorry. Certain stuff, you know, we want to keep things open on this podcast and explain things to everybody. But sometimes if you don't get it, then you just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. But I think think real folks out there know what what I'm getting at. Yeah, real folks know what you're talking about. And and these uh, false parallels and hyperbole and just, just, just the over exaggerate. It is like the slavery of today making yeah. us get vaccinated. I'm like, uh, no, no, that's nowhere, Who said that? that's nowhere close. <laughs> but anyway, Not you wanted close. to talk about. You want to talk about thing. the Oscar? No, <laughs> no, you did not. You want <laughs> to talk about Oscars and Barbie? In a way. Oh, Lord, here we go. In in a way, I wanted to talk about the same thing. Have at it. So Barbie gets eight Oscar nominations, including Mm -hmm. Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Supporting Actor, Best Actress, and everybody, Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. not everybody. Mm -hmm. No, not Best Actress. Best Supporting Actress. Okay, Margot Robbie. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, they got nominations. And everybody, well, I can't say everybody, white feminists mm-hmm. are up in arms because they're like, this is exactly what the movie was about. Look at look at the snub for Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. First of all, Greta Gerwig, the director, didn't get snubbed. She got nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. She didn't get nominated for Best Director, but there are 10 Best Picture Awards and five Best Director Awards, so uh, uh, nominees, sorry. 10 Best Picture nominees, five Best Director nominees. That math's okay. not mathing. So somebody's going to get left out. Like yeah, because, you would uh, think the Best Picture, the director would be nominated right. along with Best Picture. But- right. There is only five nominees for the best director category. Why? That sounds filled. stupid. There's five nominees for everything. I, it used to be five nominees for best picture, but they expanded it to 10. I don't know why, but okay. That was a long time ago. So it's not like she didn't get nominated. She did. It was for best adapted screenplay, which is not a lesser award. Also, Margot Robbie is the producer of the film. So when it got nominated for Best Picture, guess who got nominated? The producer of the film. And it just annoys me that they act like, quote unquote, women got looked over when America Ferreira was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got Hillary Clinton tweeting about it. All of this stuff. Like, like America Ferreira, A, wasn't in the movie, and B, didn't get a nomination. If you're looking for a woman from the film to get nominated for acting, you got it. But All right, techn- so I'm going to be a toxic masculinity dude. Isn't that the mm-hmm. chick from uh, Superstore? Yes. I don't okay. know how that's toxic. Because you referred to her as a chick? Yes. You can, it, Yeah, I actually preferred her in Superstore, but a lot of people know her from Ugly Betty. Oh, okay. I don't, I didn't. Okay. I, yeah. I recognize it. Uh, one I've never seen. I've seen clips of it from YouTube and ladies and gentlemen, by the way, I said chick and that was for like effect because it's a yeah. grand scheme of this conversation. Mm-hmm. That's all. 
continue. Um, so yeah, that's what just annoyed me because I was like, are y'all blind? Y'all don't see America Ferreira's nomination? Are you blind? You don't see this like best adapted screenplay, best costume design, best production design. The movie got eight Oscar. What the hell else are y'all looking for? And so I feel like, mm-hmm. and I must say, I'm gonna put this out there for for white feminists. Okay. If if mm-hmm. you are on the side of the argument mm-hmm. that somehow a white <laughs> woman has been snubbed mm-hmm. when a she hasn't first of all well but, uh, i have an outside like if if the movie is getting all these awards mm-hmm. right and and i think uh, i think you got supporting actress and actors being nominated it would make yes. sense that the lead actress would also be nominated no, that not, would make not not if the supporting actor stole the show. I didn't see the movie, so I can't comment on that. But did did have you seen the movie? Hell no, it didn't have nothing to <laughs> okay. do with me. I, why would I see this movie? <laughs> so you I okay? Get, so you can't I definitively get, I get, argue. Okay. I get what it's about. Yeah, no, I mean I you can't definitively that, say that she didn't deserve. No, I'm saying, why are we dismissing her? I mean, why are we just like completely ignoring America Ferreira, number one, and all of the other awards they got nominated for, eight in total, just because just because Ryan Gosling got nominated for Best Supporting Actor and Roger Robbie didn't get Best Actress and Greta didn't get Greta Gerwig didn't get Best Director. Like he, he it wasn't like they nominated him for Best Actor. It was Best Supporting Actor. Not that that's, you know, a lesser thing, but it's like... I mean, it is a lesser thing. There's a main and supporting. There's a Michael Jordan and there's a Scottie Pippen. There's a main and supporting. there are instances where in a movie, people get nominated for supporting and not best actor because the person carrying the film was outshone by the supporting actors. What I'm talking about is white feminists. Some of y'all is on the wrong side of this conversation. And you need to sit down and you need to be okay. quiet. When we when we're talking about the Oscars and and you come to me and you say a white woman was snubbed at the Oscars, I'm gonna look at you with the heftiest side eye I could possibly muster. But it is possible for a white woman to be snubbed at, at the Oscars. It's a popularity contest. If Margot is, is not as popular in Hollywood which, as she thinks she is, then yeah, that, that is, it is what it is. I I thought that she was super popular. She but is. I don't that's know. why. That's why her film, the film that she produced, actively produced, not just she got a producer credit, but actively produced, meaning she was in the meetings with Mattel, mm-hmm. trying to encourage. I hear it's a them good movie. I hear it's a put, great movie. Yeah, she was in the meetings with Mattel, trying to push them and and to expanding their idea of who Barbie could be. So hmm. she's an active participant as a producer. She is part of the reason this film got made. Mm-hmm. And so she got a best picture nomination for it. Yeah, but her name ain't all over it. I but want my name in the walk lights. Home, she could walk home with a damn Oscar. I know, but as an artist, you would want 
all the credit. If it's your baby, right? Like if it's your baby, what do you think Denzel Washington's uh, biggest regret is as far as the Oscars? I guarantee you not getting it for Malcolm X. I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are more than plenty of movies that people uh, have worked on or been in that didn't get nominated. um, And, and they feel some type of way about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we shouldn't be putting it this much stock in the Oscars period. Yeah. You said Um, that before. I just don't think it should be the barometer by which we're judging good films. It just shouldn't, especially when it's you're voted on by your peers. It just that it's it's given very much like student government. Yeah, <laughs> student, we 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 talked about elections. that before. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that before. So, um, but my point is, don't get too far on your high horse. Mm. To where you're erasing the contributions of other people and the accolades that other people are getting. You're on the wrong side of the conversation if you're doing that. And also, I wanted to shout out, um, well, I wanted to shout out Coleman Domingo, who is, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. He's going to be playing Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. In the Michael Jackson biopic, he was nominated for Best Actor for Rustin, another movie that I didn't see, but you know, hey. Uh, and Lily Gladstone in Killer Killers of the Flower Moon, the um, the Scorsese pick. She is the first person to uh, first Native American uh, that could potentially win Best Actress. So, oh, okay, that's beautiful. Yeah, so shout out to her. So but, that's yeah. A- that's important. What That's you said important. is important. There's, a, there's important stuff happening at the Oscars this year. So I just feel like chill out. Like, I just feel like chill out, everybody. Well, since we getting messy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm not getting get... messy. I'm questioning white feminism <laughs> as I should. No, uh, well, <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. But... A little Go messy. ahead. You're messy. Yes, I'm messy. messy. I'm messy, and I'm ready am, to get to some mess. I am critiquing people who say that they're against systems of oppression, but really do nothing but uphold those systems. So, that's, well, this is a good, you know. Of speaking of, you know, combating systems of oppression. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. We had a gentleman that was just in New Hampshire oh, endorsing. Boy. The mm. former president, Trump. Boy. Uh, and the very next day, this person announced that uh, he had gotten engaged. Tim Scott got Ooh, engaged, ladies and gentlemen. Cares. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> talking about somebody did a side-by-side and put, like, did a Photoshop and put him in the outfit and everything of him and Mushmouth. Oh Lord, that's wrong. Bad Albert. That's and wrong. No, and he was identical. Okay, well, that, that's not like messy. Live action mushmouth. Okay, well, I want to get to this engagement. Okay, because right, we can talk I, about it, but you yeah, know how I feel about Tim Scott. Wait, I know, but I thought it was funny. Now, Tim Scott announced the day after Trump won the New Hampshire primary that he was that he got engaged to Mindy Noyce. 
<laughs> She's an interior <laughs> designer. The okay. proposal took place on a beach in, in South Carolina. Uh, and he says he's been dating her for about a year. Nobody's now, ever seen this woman. <laughs> there has always been speculation about Scott's relationship status because he has rarely mentioned a significant other during his decades of politics. Yeah. Some even thought Scott had invented a girlfriend for political purposes. And let's be honest, if anybody's ever seen Tim Scott, he definitely looks like he has a quote unquote girlfriend in, who lives in Canada. Like, that, <laughs> like <laughs> Well, I know I know somebody who legitimately had a girlfriend that lived in Canada. So that is a possible thing. The only person. <laughs> Everybody else was making it up. So um yeah. Uh she's real. There's pictures uh, of it. She's a person. She's a person. Is is she real? It doesn't doesn't look like (laughs) doesn't look like the image was AI generated. Um, No, 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 no. But he is is definitely positioning himself to be the pick for vice president. He is he is kissed the ring of Mm -hmm. of Mr. Trump. He then got himself a nice uh, girlfriend. She happens to be of from the Caucasus Islands. Yes, uh, <laughs> you know, and there's the nothing wrong with that. From I, the mountains of Caucasus. Yes. First of all, there's nothing wrong with that. I, of all people, cannot say a word about that because well, we know you can't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm, I don't know if that comment was really necessary. Uh, just saying that my ex ex wife. Well, because yeah. your ex wife was white. Yeah. Well, she yeah. was Italian. So, but yeah, you know, she was. Yes. If she she had to check mark uh, white. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she called it. She where is the Caucasus Mountains? I don't, and and I don't know those, where the Caucasus. Are those real or did? Okay, <laughs> I did. think Cat, Cat Williams made did that up. Cat Williams <laughs> no, say Ca- that? Caucasian is a legitimate word. Yes. <laughs> are there Caucasus Mountains? Okay, there are. Found, yes. there are. Yes, there are. There are Caucasus. I just found it funny that all of a sudden. <laughs> He found himself a girl. Didn't nobody see? It is really I, hard. It is really hard to be a politician for all these years. And didn't nobody see y'all together? Right. He said he met her in church. Oh, boy. And you know what I think? This is mm-hmm. reckless speculation. He said, hey, look, I'm trying to be the vice president and and a black Republican president because that man probably ain't going to make it all four years if if we win. So that means I could be president. The last person, and I'm and I'm going I'm going to make you the first lady. What you got going on? Well, I'm an interior designer. Look, we can bring about a little bit more business to right. your business, but we got to make this arrangement. That's all it was. What was that movie that they had years ago where the dude paid the girl paid the girl to be his girlfriend? It was a high school movie. He paid the girl to be his girlfriend. Oh, there's there's so many. Love the don't cost a thing. Patrick Dempsey Cannon. was Patrick Dempsey was. It, I mean, it was an old 80s movie and Patrick Dempsey oh, was in it. Oh, there's uh, a, a lot of... Uh, I, I can only think of Love Don't Cost a Thing with Nick Cannon. Okay, and, well, he uh, paid somebody... He paid the Christina girl to be Milia. his girlfriend. Yeah, he yeah. paid the girl to be his girlfriend and and by having her as his girlfriend and made him more popular. That's all Tim Scott did. That's my reckless speculation. That's so, what I believe he did. So it's so funny because there's a Vanity Fair article by Bess Levin that was wrote a couple days ago. McLovin? Bess Levin. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and she writes, 
Of course, of course, Scott did not do himself any favors re getting people to drop it by mentioning a romantic partner in an interview with the Washington Post, yet refusing to identify her, which to many gave off strong quote, my girlfriend who lives in Canada vibes. I was (laughs) right. Like I I saw that after I said it, but that's the vibe you get of yeah, like that was the questions that they was they was calling him on and where um, did she come from well she came from the church His where church. did she come from in the world well her because her name well i mean she was born she was born by the river in a little tent he was single well, and people started Asking questions about, mm-hmm. hey, bruh, why are you 50 and single? Well, because he's whack. <laughs> well, they were questioning him the same way they were questioning Lindsey Graham. Because there's, we there's, all know why Lindsey Graham is single. Well, the, the rumor is, once again, reckless speculation is that he's gay. Mm-hmm. And so some of the same things were being put on Tim Scott, which for us, there is nothing wrong with it. Hell, no. I would probably even like him a little bit if he came out and he was legitimately gay and being a gay Republican must be one of the hardest things in the world. Uh, so I would yeah. even respect him a little bit. Uh, that'd be but better his, than him making up a girlfriend. But I mean, she's a real person though. She is yeah. real. But him positioning himself as this sort of like evangelical Republican, he can't be gay. No. He, he can't, can't be well, gay. He can't be gay with the people he's trying to court. Jay, uh, I'm going to need you to turn off the TV or change the channels because we got a lot of Pluto ads in the background and they ain't paying us for this. I uh, know to be advertisements and they ain't uh, paying us for no advertisements. Uh, they yeah, show not. <laughs> They're not well, paying us for not. You, you ne- I, uh, incidentally, I usually have like something playing in the background yeah, sometimes, but you never actually end up seeing it. That's not true. They see it on the, the YouTube. Ver- yeah, no, they see it in the YouTube video. They don't see, yeah, they don't see it in the clips. The clips are different. The clips on Instagram. Watch, when I watch on YouTube, it's usually cropped and you don't end up seeing my stuff uh, anyway. Well, maybe. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't so know. I'm, so I'm doing all this for, for the people and y'all are not even seeing it. So it doesn't Well, no, matter. people are seeing it because we're going to hit 3,000 before the end of the month. I can't, already be- at- I can't believe that when you sent that to me. Yeah. Because no, that... We're gonna- that surpasses our expectations yeah we were talking about 300 300 by the end of last year now we had almost 3,000 but okay that's enough about patting ourselves on the back before we before we uh take a break i wanted to get your ideas of the video that i sent you you know what we're gonna take a break actually and then we're gonna get the ideas of the videos you sent you because i'm looking at your face right now and, and, and it's telling me that you didn't watch the video that I sent you. I did. I watched it days ago when you sent it to me. Did I, I send actually, it to you days ago? Yes, you did. You DM'd okay. it to me. Okay. But actually, Trump at a little press conference. Today? Said, said uh, this was the 22nd, said, quote, He's engaged to be married. Talking about Tim Scott's engagement. We never thought this was going to happen. What's going on? <laughs> and uh, and that's the first time in I my life ever agreed with Donald J. Trump. Uh, no, we let never me tell you something. thought that was going to happen. That's true. But Donald J. Trump be saying some funny stuff. 
He be saying yeah, some he, funny stuff about people uh, that I be he, agreeing with sometimes. He's a comedian that's not supposed to be president. Right. <laughs> he's not supposed to be president. But on that note, we'll get to the video and Michael Jackson next. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness, or gearing up for festival seasons, or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. Okay, Jay, we teased it the last segment, yeah. but I sent you, I actually sent you and several people, majority females, this one particular video. And in this video, they're in New York City, they're in New York City, and this woman says, as she's holding a drink and a guy is entering the bathroom, that he just asked me to hold his drink while he goes to the bathroom. I'm going to block him and leave. And I sent that to a bunch of women and I was like, yo, um, what is this about? Like, is this a thing? Is this another ick? Because women have these ick. This is a running theme in social media that mm -hmm. there's a running list of icks that women has. I saw a video the other day where a woman was like, 
oh, why do you know how to cook? And I'm like, yo, we can't even cook now. That's that's yeah. That's I, that's really I, like. That's I'll really say something. Thing. I'll say something about X, but go ahead and uh, I'll make uh, a note so I don't forget. But, yeah, don't don't forget. But what did you think about this video? And the and I have a larger point because I have my ideas of the video, but I have a bigger conversation about blocking people. Yeah. But what did you think about her reaction to him asking? her to hold his drink when he went to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see what was wrong with it. So it either leads to me to believe one of two things. One, the video wasn't real. Or two, if it was real and she did do that, that was the last straw in a string of bad, uh, just like a bad date, a string right. of bad uh, incidents that just culminated in a bad date. That it couldn't have been that singular No. I, I mean, it, I just, because... There was no explanation as to, as far as like what he did wrong by asking you to watch it, you know, hold his drink while he uses the restroom. I so, will say I showed it to an academic. And you know, I love having academics as friends. And they were mm -hmm. like, pay attention to the wording. She said made, made me hold his drink. So there mm -hmm. could have been some something that yeah. was surrounding that. But just from the mere principle, like. I don't know about most of the people listening and watching this, but I don't bathroomize anything that doesn't stay in the bathroom. No. If I read a book or a magazine, it's been bathroomized, it stays in there. It doesn't come out. And the only thing and that's been bathroomized that comes out is my phone. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, bathroomize is a word that <laughs> I believe we made up. Because I've only ever heard yeah. it in our family. Yeah, it's but absolutely. It's when word. you take things into the restroom, that while, you're using them. while you're using the restroom, that object now has particles of bathroom on it mm -hmm. and it cannot be used in good company outside of the bathroom now. Can't be, can't be done. Can't it be cannot, done. Because it's got little pee poop particles on it and it's not coming out of the bathroom. The and only thing that people will take in and out of bath is their phone. Mm -hmm. I pray you guys are wiping down your phone every once in a while by the look on your face. No, you I've don't. been doing it because you brought okay. it to my attention one time and I was like, oh my God, I do not do that. And I was that like, I need to start doing this. How you get pink eye. <laughs> I, wipe your phone off. <laughs> okay, let me knock on wood because I, you know, I haven't gotten pink eye, so don't jinx yeah. me. No, I don't want to wake yes. up tomorrow morning with pink eye because uh, I got more <laughs> shows to film. But right. um, yeah, and I'm damn sure not taking in anything that I'm actually going to put in my mouth. Right. Except for mouthwash. That's the only thing. Mouthwash and toothpaste well, yeah. and your toothbrush. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, that I'm now that I think about it. food and drink into yeah, okay. the bathroom. But now that I think about it, this is a side tangent. The fact of the matter is we put mouthwash and toothpaste and toothbrushes in our mouths and they've all been bathroomized. So the same They're elements, all in sealed containers. Not our toothbrush. Your toothbrush don't have a cap on it? I mean, it's in the cabinet, but it's not have no cap on it. It's in the cabinet. You're fine. Well, I don't trust anything that's in the cabinet. Well, you need to clean out your cabinet. Well, I mean, I just, I literally just did at the beginning of the year. I did a thorough cleaning of the cabinet. Oh, well, then you're yeah. fine. Yeah, but I'm just saying, no. I'm just saying, I mean, we talk about things that we're not going to put in our mouths once it's been bathroomized, and it's been bathroomized. Yeah. I mean, is there any I'm, big difference I'm between not... a mouthwash and a, a Coke bottle? 
listen, I'm not going to go take a bag of Funyuns into the bathroom while I take a shit. I'm not going to well, do it. Well, I don't know why you're eating a bag of Funyuns in the first place. But you get it? It's just an example. It's gross. Don't it take, gross. Don't, don't, if you're going to eat on the toilet or something, I mean, just, I don't know. I know just somebody don't do, it. do it. Some people do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People eat on the toilet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are nasty. I know, like know there's some people out there doing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I don't, I don't see what was wrong <laughs> if he asked her, hey, can you watch my drink? while I go to the restroom. Now, if he shoved it at her and said, hold this and walked off, and that was just like the last straw in a, a already bad date, then I'm gonna go ahead and put this drink down and I'm gonna go ahead and go. Okay, so that leads me to my second point. Like, if there was something that she didn't express in that video, because it's a, it's a video, right? right? People get on me all the time because you post the Instagram reels or, or YouTube shorts and they're like, that's, that's not what happened. I was like, this is a clip of yeah. a much larger show. Yeah. Click on the link and watch the larger show. And then you'll understand it in the grand con context. This is a right. highlight. This right. is a highlight. Okay. Right. So maybe it's a highlight and she left out important details. And that's the reason why she decided to leave. It's the blocking for mm -hmm. me. I mm -hmm. dated this young girl. It was right before the pandemic. And when I say young, at that time I was 39. She may have been 26, 27. Okay. Right? Okay. So she was young. And mm -hmm. we got into, she got into an argument with me because mm -hmm. I don't argue. Right. I don't have a conversation, but I'm not going to argue with you. Mm -hmm. And she got into a conversation with me. And in the midst of her yelling at me, and I'm just, Okay, nodding my head. Okay, I'm hearing what you're saying. All right, you're not going to talk out of turn, but you know, go ahead yeah. and say what you got to say. I'll right. block you. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care if you block me. And like, after this conversation, I really don't ever want to talk to you in, ever again anyway. But right. the, the idea that her saying that she'll block me was going to hurt my feelings mm -hmm. was crazy to me. But this, these young people, instead of confronting whatever issue they may have with people, they block. And I think that's such a passive aggressive way of handling situations. If she was icked out by some of the stuff that he did, she could have just been like, look, I'm not feeling none of this. These are the reasons why I'm going to go. But the mm -hmm. whole Block situation means that she don't want to deal with whatever it was that he was going to say to her. She just wanted to escape the whole situation. And I just don't like that. I, I think the block feature should only be used if you're being bothered. Now, there are women that have bothered the hell out of me and I'm mm -hmm. told, leave me alone. And they don't leave me alone. And I was like, I got to block you now. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> this is where we're going to be on different sides of the aisle. Okay. <laughs> um, she does she owe him that explanation? Um, and and I think common courtesy is yes, yes. And and is it always safe for women to have that conversation? That's a different conversation than is it? It's a, okay. They're two different. It, they're two different things. You have to think about it from a woman's perspective. And I'm not saying that only women block, men and women block. Um, and a lot of it has to do with, like you said, it, not wanting to be confrontational, right? Mm -hmm. um, feeling like, okay, I'm done with the situation, so I'm just going to be done with it and and we're go I'm going to block you.
And a lot of times, yeah, it is really selfish and a little narcissistic too, a little, or like yes. a little egotistical because yes. it's like, okay, girl, I don't care if you block me. Like, <laughs> right? I like, like. I really do not care. <laughs> Nobody's worried about that. Um, I block you. That that just I was it tickled me when she said that. Like I was like, I don't care. Yeah, but. But for for young people specifically, though, that's a threat. Like that's a threat to be blocked, mm-hmm. to to have your access to someone cut off. Because you got to understand, for for people who are like Gen Z, they've been in constant contact and had like thorough access to everyone their entire lives, right through their phones. It's true. They have always had been able to be in contact with someone. So to cut off that contact, to unfriend them on social media or unfollow them on social media, to block them, to cut off that contact, it is jarring. Hmm. For us as millennials or people who are Gen X and older, we like, all right, you ain't gonna talk to me no more. Okay. We ain't gonna talk no more. (laughs) I wouldn't talk to you every day anyway. Like it doesn't really matter. I really don't really don't care. Um, but we don't know what the situation was and it may have been a situation where it was safer for her to just leave in, in, and, and to keep this person from having contact with her, she blocked him. Okay. That's a good point. I don't know the backstory. I don't know any additional information. I'm just making an inference, but I think blocking has its time and its place. And Absolutely. I, I'm when, not saying that. When you're on the receiving end of the block, yeah, it feels annoying. And you're just kind of like, why even do that? It's so rude. But when you're on, when you're the blocker, you're like, this is exactly what I needed to do. Hmm. And I'm glad I did it. So, yes. <laughs> you know, like whenever you've had to block someone, you're like, yeah, you had to be blocked. Like, I'm, only, I'm done with this and I'm done with this conversation. I'm done with this relationship. I'm done with you having contact with me. So that's it. That's all. I don't owe you anything additional. Yeah. I guess I'm lucky. Most people know me. If you've had mm. that type of interaction with me personally, I'm talking about me personally. If you had that type of interaction with me personally and I just say, eh, I'm cool on this. That's my favorite line now. Yeah. I think I'm cool on this now. I think I'm going to go ahead and remove myself from the situation. Mm -hmm. People know that uh, I've removed myself from that situation and I'm never going to come back. Yeah. So there's no reason to block me. And even if you do block me, I'll I'll never know. But you're, you know, a seven, five, uh, 200 and a million pounds of muscle, large black man and you could tell people I'm cool on this and people will respect you're it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I'm none of those things. I'm definitely not seven five. What you say I'm two thousand seven hundred and fifty pounds of muscle. Yeah, no. Quit I if that was real that I need to be going making money doing something. I, they need you to would me. be abomination. Like you wouldn't <laughs> you would be the incredible hulk. Yeah, be yeah, incredible hulk. They need to put me in the Avengers. Yeah. Um but so you you know you kind of sitting from a place of privilege here. You're right. I never thought of it like that. Blocking is is not something you have to do. No, yeah, you're right. I'm in. I've been in a position where blocking is something that I've had to do. True, true. These so, are facts. Yeah, mm, I hear what you're saying. All right, uh, you said you wanted I... to make notes about ick. Oh, icks. 
Yeah. yeah. When you get to talking to people, and this is men and women, because both of them have icks. Because mm-hmm. I got them. And em. yes, if they're, if they start to get more and more ridiculous or more and more nitpicky, <laughs> the thing to say to that person is, you don't have an ick, you don't like men. <laughs> you don't have an ick, you don't like women. Hmm. Like that's what the problem is. Because if, how could, oh, we cooking now? Is that what we doing? Right. Like, I was like, men oh, can't you, cook now? You don't like men. you don't like them you need to start thinking about exploring other options because men clearly aren't it for you if everything that a group of people does annoys you to no end that you would rather be by yourself then you don't like that group of people like you just don't like them you might not be straight. I'm sorry. That might not be what it is. Like, or hell, you might not be gay. Like, if you, well, <laughs> if you, might, you might not be the thing you think you are if the people that you think you're attracted to annoy the hell out of you to mm-hmm. that degree. Mm-hmm. To yeah. that degree. Girl he, he, girl, he was breathing through his nose. <laughs> How the hell you want to breathe? Because if, if he breathed through his mouth, then he's a mouth breather. So that's like, so what, wh- how, how you want? He had to breathe so hard. Like it sounded like normal breath to me. It might just be you don't like him. My favorite thing is people and their, what they expect from their significant others. And mm-hmm. the two that always get me are really out of shape dudes that yeah. say they women got to have certain types of bodies that's always mm-hmm. the baddest bodies. Mm-hmm. And short women saying that they won't date a dude over 5'9". You can't tell the difference between 5'9 and 6 foot. Under 5'9". Under, yeah, under or over? Under. That yeah, cause short, short women... Because short women love real tall men for some reason. <laughs> yes. And they're like, I won't date a dude under 5'9". You five foot barely. Right. 5'9 is... Nine in, inches taller than you. Even if you're wearing six inch heels, heels he's still taller. You are right. five foot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that would make them a little person. No, no. Yeah, the 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 cutoff for little person, I know, because because we've had some women in our family that's that been right on the borderline. The Boy, it's spurting the line. And, and, and they've been off by a half an inch. It's four ten and a half. Anything four ten, anything below four ten and a half. It's considered a little person. Oh, well, I got some friends that's, uh, this is going to be a reckoning for them then. <laughs> yeah, you 4'8", you a little person. Yeah. You a little yeah. person. All right. We went through that. Mm-hmm. It's time to get to the thing that I wanted to talk about the most. And now we ain't got that much time to talk about it. <laughs> we got we got time. We got time. Michael Joseph Jackson got a movie coming out. The title is going to be called Michael. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's really all you had to do is Michael. Yeah. A- Antoine Fakwa is going to be, <laughs> that's not how you say his last name, but that's it's how Fuqua. I say it. It's Fuqua. Fakwa. Okay. He's Lord Fakwa. <laughs> Antoine <No>. Fuqua. <laughs> this is not Shrek. <laughs> He's going to be directing the film, and you might know him as he directed all of the um, Equalizers. He directed mm-hmm. Training Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he directed some other movies that I don't know. Those are just the movies I know. Uh, yeah. So he's a good director. 
The lead yeah. actor is going to be portrayed by Michael Jackson's nephew, son of Jermaine Jackson, Jafar Jackson. And the storyline uh, story will chart Michael Jackson's rise to pop superstardom and will explore all aspects of his life, including his most iconic performances. Uh, it'll be out April 18th, 2025. And like you said, Jay, um, what's his name? Coleman Domingo? Yes, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be playing Joe Jackson. So you yes. know they're getting a star-studded cast. Well, we don't know that. He's playing Joe Jackson. We don't know. I mean, is can Holly, not Holly Bear, can uh, Angela Basket come back and play Catherine Jackson? And again? play Catherine? I mean, she might. She might could do it. I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want uh, you. No you know, that was ad-libbed. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we know that, but other yeah. people that are out there don't know that. And yeah. uh, Jafar Jackson got the stamp of approval from his grandmother, uh, okay, Catherine, to play Michael because she says he embodies everything. Now, I've never seen the boy in my life. I just googled him. He he looks like Michael. Well, could he be Michael's son? No, he's definitely could Jermaine's you? son. Like he looks like Jermaine. Like he looks like a Jackson. Is what because I they all say. look alike. Yeah. He definitely looks like he's Jermaine's son. Well, I don't know, because the brothers be sharing wives sometimes. I mean, just uh, you don't have a computer in front of you, so you I'm didn't. literally on a computer right now, but I just, I'm not, I got too many things going on at the same time to Google. Got you, got you. Yeah, I mean, he definitely looks like him. I'm looking at him. He look, He is a Jackson. That's for okay. sure. I don't know about his acting chops. Don't know, uh, you know. Because the dude that played Michael Jackson, uh, all the people that played Michael Jackson in the American Dream movie mm -hmm. embodied Michael Jackson. Young Michael Jackson yeah. and older Michael Jackson. So you better do this right. Now, my Shout question is- Shout out to Jason is, Weaver. Shout out to Jason J Weaver. Jason Weaver. Mm -hmm. Everybody might remember him from ATL. Yes. Uh, and Smart Guy. He was the older brother on Smart Guy. Now, my question about this movie is, is this going to be an attempt to rewrite the history of MJ and some of the allegations? Mm -hmm. And or is it going to be a celebration of a great artist? Can it be both? Can it be none of it? Is it that important? Uh, I think them telling an accurate story is important. If the family is involved... I don't know how accurate it's going to be. That's what I'm talking about. Like the family is involved with the, which the family has to be involved, especially with his younger life and his coming of age. But I don't know how much they can really say when he's in Neverland, right? Because I, right. I don't think he was really rocking. Janet was there sometimes, but even he and Janet, they were very close. And then they kind of had a little bit of a falling out. And then they kind of got back together. I, I learned that what? through the Janet documentary. Oh, that's news to me because I always thought that they were always close as a family, like the uh, family, mm. the Jackson family. I mean, obviously not Joseph, but <laughs> I always thought that the Jackson well, family remained close. Well, no, some of them were still close with Joseph. Like Tito loved Joseph. Mm. Yeah, Tito loved Joseph. Listen, when Tito got on that guitar, he played. He played it. Yeah, so but no, I'm looking for. I'm looking for, like, The Jacksons and American Dream was a really good, it was a good movie, but it was a television movie. Yeah. I do want to see a biopic. I want to see something on the level of uh, maybe Ray. Yeah. Maybe uh, Get On Up with James Brown. Something like that. 
Uh, but but I they feel like told it... the, they told the real story. Like they talked about the mm. drug abuse and things like that. Are they going to talk James about his... his wife and everything? Uh, yeah. Mm. Are they going to talk they about his drug abuse? Are they going to talk about his obsession with plastic surgery? Are they going to talk about the multiple allegations of of child molested? Like, there's a lot to his adult story that Jackson's American Dream. I mean, we got up to the Motown 25. That's yep. as far as we went for Because that it was movie. 92. They yeah. could have gone further, but it was the Jacksons movie. It was a story right. of them as a family. This is about Michael. Right. Now, they're going to be in it, of course, because yeah. you can't have a Michael Jackson story without talking about his family. Mm-hmm. But this sole focus is on Michael. So, and it's just, it's so, I don't even know how you could fit his whole life because there's so many layers to his life, right? Right. The childhood version of of them growing up in Gary, Indiana, and then getting to Motown is a story. That's a movie in and of itself. It was a whole TV, but it was over three days. I remember that. No, it was two days. It was two days. I thought it was three nights. No, nah, it was only three nights. No, was, you know no, what was nights. three nights? Two. You know what was three nights? The new edition story was three nights. The new edition was, and it yeah. needed to be three nights. And yeah. that's new edition. They don't even have the history of Michael. Right. right. I almost feel like they shouldn't do a, ooh, this would be an idea. I almost feel like they shouldn't do a release in movie theaters biopic, that they should do like a series, like a Netflix, ten, a 10 episode biopic show yeah. of Michael Jackson. I feel like that would really tell a whole story and you could get a lot of ground covered because you're talking about, it's not 10 hours, but it's right. like 45 minutes for over 10 episodes, 450 minutes, which is eight hours, a little under eight hours, a little over seven and a half hours, seven and a half hours. So that that could be, yeah, you could tell a whole Michael Jackson story in seven and a half hours. Well, it's my understanding they're not telling the whole story, right? Are they just uh, telling about his rise like, is it from the 80s on? Uh, or, like, are they trying to literally tell his whole life story? In, they said it's, it, they would chart, the film will chart Michael Jackson's rise to pop superstardom and will explore uh, all aspects of his life, including his most iconic performances. So, yeah. um, I mean, if it explores all aspects of his life, it's got to talk about his childhood. But I guess... It doesn't have to go in depth, though, because we've already had that story. Like, we already know. But but there's a lot of people that don't even know what movie they were talking about because it was made yeah. in 92. Yeah, that's true. There are people that were, there are people that are in their mid-20s right now. And that's your parents' fault because they should have shown you right Jackson's now. American dream. Yeah, there are people in their 30s right now that weren't alive when that yeah. movie was made. So, yeah. I mean, we're old. Yes. Damn it. We're old, but I'm excited. You know, I, I'm a Michael Jackson fan, always have been. I'm biased. I mm-hmm. have not watched those documentaries. I know, I know that if it can convince me that the allegations are true, yeah, I will have a real moral dilemma. Even more than a dilemma. What's more than a dilemma? Hell, I don't know. A super dilemma. I don't a super know. Super dilemma. I, yeah. A super, I'm gonna have a moral dilemma super deluxe. dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> dilemma supreme, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Of, of coming to the fact that I might not be able to listen to his music anymore, and 
like I can do that with R. Kelly, right? Yeah. I, I was a fan of R. Kelly, but I can cut R. Kelly. I don't have to watch the Cosby show ever again. Yeah. Like I can cut that. Mm-hmm. However, you know, if, if like there was a, I think I'm going to talk about it on Tuesday's show. Mm-hmm. There was a article just released in the Wall Street Journal that was detailing the sexual assault allegations against Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the former owner of the WWE. He's still on the board, but it's been sold and mm-hmm. merged with UFC to this TKO. And now The Rock is a board of director on this thing. This is a huge conglomerate. The WWE just signed a major deal with Netflix that Netflix is going to pay them for one of their weekly shows, $500 million a year. So they're, they're making moves. But there's these huge, huge allegations against Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Now he's not the owner anymore. So I'm not at, I, I, I can still watch wrestling because Royal Rumble coming on this Saturday. I'm watching that. Yeah, he didn't he invent was, wrestling. Uh, he didn't, but he damn sure made it uh, what it is today. Yeah, like I he mean, is he marketed yeah, it, but yeah, he didn't yeah, invent yeah. wrestling. Wrestling's been yeah, around. He promoted the hell out of it. I mean, since the beginning of time, wrestling has I, been around. Yeah, and there's always been some dudes wrestling each other, and there's yes. questions that can always be brought up about that. But, but, <laughs> but in in, uh, in Rome or ancient Greece, well, it's the same place. Uh, in Rome, <laughs> I don't think they are in the same place. I'm pretty sure they're not. They was they was uh, butterball naked wrestling. I don't know why that. <laughs> was necessary but uh, <laughs> it was like, well, well, you it was know like, what it was it was, Gre- it was greco-roman wrestling so it was yeah. the same yeah, I, yeah obviously no. i know greece and rome are not the same thing yeah, you gotta but, make that clear because there's yes. people on youtube that's gonna be like greece and rome is not the same yeah we know that yeah. um so yeah i don't i don't i don't I, I, i'm i've been saying that i'm not gonna be a hypocrite mm-hmm and I'm going to watch those Michael Jackson documentaries. I just haven't done it yet because I'm afraid. Yeah. I don't want my Michael Jackson to be taken away. And I have a hard time separating the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. Like the artist is a part of all of it. Um, well, and if I'm calling out people for only looking at the good in people and not the bad and and, and being saying, no, I don't want to feel guilty about the bad. Um, i.e. Uh, slavery, um, mm-hmm. then then I can't be a hypocrite and, and do the same things. Right. But I can avoid it. <laughs> it's the same thing. That's why, they're taking, that's why they're taking Black history out of schools. They want to avoid it. No, I'm just going to block it. I'm going to block it. Yeah. They're going to put themselves on D&D and, and just, just poof, not going to think about it. Well, moving uh, on. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, this is why you know you and I have had this this debate our whole lives. Uh, who you know, it was the eighties. Is Michael a prince? And I was a prince oh, fan, yeah. Yeah. and you were an MJ fan, and um, you know, just saying. I mean, Prince guy. was a better musician. I've better, never said. Yeah, better musician, better writer, better. Mm, I, I don't know. Better performer, better. Uh, mm, I don't know about a better performer. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Oh. Michael was a hell of a performer. 
He put on yeah. shows. Oh, I'm not I'm not gonna take anything away from Michael, but he ain't never jump off no speaker into a split and slide back up in some high heels. And... That, must, that means Prince nuts must have been small. <laughs> because I don't know no man that can really do that. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it, it ultimately in an indirect way led to his death because he yeah. was on fentanyl uh because of his hip problems mm, from fentanyl. We do have down a now. splits and sliding back up and dropping back down, sliding yeah, back yeah, up. You can't be doing that. And all kind, of, all kind of things like that. And even Michael gave him his props because he named both his sons Prince. Okay. Yeah, they shouldn't have had no beef. They shouldn't have had no beef. All right. Let's let's wrap up this episode with the, <laughs> the story that I found. With the what in the <laughs> Quite humorous. And an Amish family had their I can't even get it out. Had their horse and buggy stolen from a Walmart parking lot while they were shopping. That's the most so, Walmart parking lot thing to ever. It's of course it happened in a Walmart parking right. lot. So an Amish family in Michigan had their horse and buggy stolen from a Walmart parking lot. The incident took place in Sturgis, Michigan, about 93 miles outside of the city of Lansing, the home of Magic. Johnson, by the way, uh, the family was shopping inside the store and found their horse and buggy stolen upon return. Yeah, that's a little different than looking for your car. You gonna you notice know, that? You gonna notice like, oh, the horse you and buggy out. is not there. <laughs> yeah, Just I wonder that, if they where were. Are you girl? I yeah. wonder if they had a little. If they had a little <laughs> no, I mean that's the thing. It's you can't exactly put low jack on a horse and buggy, and you're like you on a buggy. Um, I'm pretty sure I tied that horse up to this pole. <laughs> Where in the hell is Chestnut? So a truck driver who was parked in the Walmart lot witnessed the theft and was able to describe a female suspect to the police. The suspect, a 31-year-old woman, was arrested at a local motel, <laughs> motel in connection with the stolen horse and buggy. Uh, she's being charged with larceny and larceny of livestock. Yeah. The horse and buggy were later recovered a little over two miles away. The horse was not injured during the theft. The family was eventually reunited with the buggy and the horse. Uh, so that happened. And mm-hmm. I said, hmm, crackhead. <laughs> like, yeah. like, because, like, because, <laughs> because there's no other explanation. I mean, meth head. Meth, when I say crackhead, crack and meth is all Drugs. wrapped into there. <laughs> no, no. It has to be crack or meth. Somebody on heroin is not going to do that. No, no, they'll right? try to they'll try to steal the Lambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, well, yeah. I don't I don't think people on on heroin had the energy. That's a that's a, typically a drug that just brings you down. Yeah, like crack and meth bring you up. So all's you have I, all I know is that person was high. Yes, they were definitely all the way high, not a little high. All the way high. I mean, it is it is a crime of opportunity because <laughs> it's not like they had, you know, keys to start the buggy or anything like that. It's not the thing is their the whole thing is no electricity. So it's <laughs> she could easily my the the paid actor of this whole thing though. Is that truck driver who knew good <laughs> <the> hell well? 
that her ass was not the Amish couple that went into a store. And he watched her steal that buggy and did nothing except come forward later and be like, yeah, I watched this. I saw her steal it. Wait a minute. I didn't think the Amish wore a Puma sweatsuit. <laughs> right. First of all, she's walking all around. She's jittery, uh, scratching her neck, and looking in, looking around. You know when a crackhead about to steal something. Okay? <laughs> and you watch this woman, who was clearly not in Amish attire, who was clearly not enough where you could give a description and they were able to find her. Right, right. In so the local s- motel, not a hotel, a motel. I haven't seen motels in a very long time. There are motels everywhere. There's a motel near you. No, there are hotels. Hotels and motels are different. Hotels, motels, holiday inns, very, they all There's different. a very famous motel that's near you, I think. There is no Motel 6 nowhere near me. No, not Motel 6. It's, well, that's uh, the only famous motel that I know of. The Americana? No, they tore that down. They tore that down? Yeah, they tore that down. They tore down that. that look, I think that's where politicians used to take their hookers. Yes. And escorts. Okay. Because yeah. it's right out it's it's right outside the Pentagon, right outside of DC, and it's in this obscure area. And it was it, not an obscure area. It's in a luxury area, but it's just got this raggedy motel. But yeah. anyway. No, it is a hotel. I, that is a hotel. Well, yeah. the only only difference is a motel, you can motor up to your door. The door is outside, and the hotel, the door is inside. So there, but yeah. there's Plenty of motels around. I mean, yeah, there's motels. I accidentally stayed in one a couple of years ago. <laughs> accidentally, because I because I was staying outside of Baltimore, mm-hmm. and I was and I was like, I'm gonna get a Baltimore hotel, and it was last minute, and I didn't yeah. want to spend that much money for one night, mm-hmm. and I was going out, so I was only going to be in the room because you got to do a, you got to do checkout early, so I was going to yeah. be in the room for maybe six hours. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm not spending that much money for six hours. I was like, I'll stay right outside of Baltimore. And I found a, uh, um, I forgot what it was called. I, I want to say Ramada. Uh huh. And I was like, okay, this is fine. Ramada Inn. I know that name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Ramada Inn. Like, I know that name. It'll have a yeah. lobby. And it did have a lobby. Yeah. And then when and I walked in and I was like, hmm. This don't look like normal hotels I stay at. <laughs> and I walked into the lobby. And the first thing that should have told me that it was going to be a problem was that the the receptionist had bulletproof glass in front of her. Mm-mm. And then I had to give a $100 deposit for the room. And I said, well, wait a minute. I already paid for the room. Yeah, this is a $100 deposit. I was like, I've literally never heard of this before. I've heard yeah. of you keeping a card on file for incidentals, but yeah. you're saying I got to give you another hundred dollars on that's top of for, what I already that's, paid. That's for cleanup. For in, in case something happens. For the dead hooker that's in the closet. Like <laughs> so that's, was, that's what they that's what the fee is for. It was too late. It was too late for me to switch uh uh hotels and the person that I was with was just like, this is fine. And I was like, you know what? That's because you ain't real particular about things and I'm a little bougie. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I paid the deposit. I said, okay, fine, whatever. I don't got no other choice. And and the the front desk lady said, okay, your room will be, you go out those doors, it's outside and it's right against the building. And I said, oh, uh, like the elevator, you got to go outside. Is the elevator's on a different side? It's like, no, baby, it's steps. 
And, and I said, first of all, I ain't your baby. N- uh, number two, I mean, what floor is this on? Well, actually, you're on the first floor, so you don't have to worry about no steps. And I was like, okay, well, I can't get to it from right here in the lobby. No, the, the, the door is on the outside. I said, this, I was like, wait a minute. This reminded me of summer vacations in 1990 with mom and dad staying at the Holiday Inn. I don't, I don't want to be here. Oh God! Did you was... not notice when you pulled up, the doors was on the outside of the building? I was no, because the the side of the building I pulled up on, there were no rooms on that side. Ah, uh. so no, it was on the uh, so literally I parked on one side, mm-hmm. and and where I parked, they told me, yeah, you're gonna want to move your car immediately because they be towing around here. I'm like, wait a minute. We're in a hotel. They towing around here. I've never, I've never seen this. I was so mad, and I stayed there. I didn't sleep well. And then the next night, somebody was the next morning at seven o'clock in the morning. Some hoodlums was outside playing their music really, really loud. And I was about to go out there. You know me. I was about to go out there and confront them. Mm-hmm. And then I realized something. The hotel I was staying at was right off the expressway. Yeah. It was a, it was a drug depot. Mm-hmm. So it's where a lot of drug dealers were like, if you going from one state to another state or you going from one part of the state to another part of the state, you got a little package on you. You yeah. gonna stay at this hotel. So when I opened up the door and I looked at the car and I saw it was all tinted, I said, today ain't a day, a good day to die. I'm just going to no, let this ride. I'm not up, today. You know, I don't really need to sleep. I only got yeah. three hours. It's, it's okay. Uh, Cause I don't want to die today. Early. Drug dealers get up <laughs> at the crack of dawn. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they do that. I don't know how yeah. they do that. But the horse and buggy, uh, I'm I'm pissed off at the horse. <laughs> right. Because I'm pissed you know. off at the horse. Because I, I named the horse Chestnut. But like, because <laughs> you know, right. you're only supposed to follow me or Jebediah. I, why, <laughs> why are you letting this lady, just because she took your reins, why are you letting this lady, why are you clip-clopping off like right. I didn't leave you. Like I'm not in the store right now. So it's the loyalty of the horses in question, <laughs> and <laughs> and the truck driver. And I got to hand it to the woman because whatever drugs she was on, she got away and did nobody on the highway or anything question her. They was just like, I guess Amish is wearing Nike suits with Converse uh, high tops now. <laughs> I I just think that it's. It's a wonder that she was able to, because if you put me in the seat and hand me reins to a horse, I am not going to know what to do aside from nope. what I've seen in movies where you just go, where you just click the reins, go, yeah. And then I hope something <laughs> happens, but I don't know what to do. Like, Which I don't is know actually how to drive whipping the horse, by the way. I don't think, yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's the most humane way to get to, I, I, I don't, think, I don't I, love I, it. I've ridden a horse one time. And I didn't like it. The horse yeah. did not listen to me. The <laughs> horse peed and some of the pee splattered on my ankle. And mm, I was done. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I was done yeah. for the entire. That's one of my friends, Yeah. One of my friends took me. I was like, this sucks. Didn't you have fun? No, no, I did not have fun. But she was a jet beauty of the week. So I just sucked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how that's old I am. I, I dated a woman that was a jet beauty of the week, <laughs> but kudos to me. Yeah. Kudos to me. I mean, that's a get. That is a get. And all my boys <laughs> was jealous too. And yeah. she was older. She was like six years older than me. I was 19 and pulled a 25 year old in the club. Wow. She worked at the club. She got hit on all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> she still wishes me a happy birthday. 
Well, that's lovely. All right, Jay. On that <laughs> note, what do you want to tell the people out there? Don't eat on the toilet, guys. Like, <laughs> I, so I really, I, it's so gross. And I know so you're gross. doing it. And I get it. Sometimes you're high or you're drunk. And you got to go to the bathroom, but also you want to finish these cheeses. Like, I get it, but just leave the cheeses out there. Don't eat on the toilet, guys. Come on. You seem like you're speaking from experience. No. That, that was very specific. Not me specifically, because I refuse. And the way, right. all, the way all my toothpaste is capped. And my and my toothbrushes are got little got little hats on them to keep <laughs> spray from getting a, no no. Wait a no. <laughs> if you listen, because not everybody puts the lid down. You're supposed to put the toilet lid down before you. You are. You are. That's something I've been taught. Everybody does that. Yeah. I, I definitely don't do it. I do it during the day, but at nighttime when I get up and take look. When I get up and take that midnight pee, the toilet might not even get flushed. No. So I'm getting oh, out no. of the bed and oh, I'm getting God. right back in the bed. Then I live by like myself. I live by myself. And fumes just blanketing all of pee. your bathroom. <laughs> pee decipher gets away <laughs> real fast. God, that's so gross. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And until next time, as always, I'll holla. Woo! That was a hell of a show. Thank you for rocking with us here on Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Now, before you go, don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast wherever you're listening or watching it to it. Pass it along to your friends. If you enjoy it, that means the people that you rock with will enjoy it also. So share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the noise. And for all those people that say, well, I don't have a YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can actually watch our video podcast but the real party is on our patreon page after hours uncensored and talking straight ish after hours uncensored is another show with my sister and once again the key word there is uncensored those are exclusively on our patreon page jump onto our website at unsolicitedperspective.com for all things us that's where you can get all of our audio video our blogs and even buy our merch and if you're really feeling genuine and want to help us out you can donate on our donations page donate go strictly to improving our software and hardware so we can keep giving you guys good content that you can clearly listen to and that you can clearly see so any donation would be appreciated most importantly i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and watching and supporting us and i'll catch you next time audi 5000 peace